Karen Can, author of the number one international bestseller, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And in case you're new to the program, uh, I want to make sure that you get my free gift. It's called the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, uh, the three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, and personal power. And you can get this guide free at SensitiveSoulGuide.com. And today I have a very special guest, and uh, let me tell you a little bit of the story. Um, I found out about uh, the benefits of grounding, which, you know, at that time, um, you know, many naturalists, if you will, were kind of already knowing that, yeah, walking on the bare feet, you know, on the earth is a good thing. Well, I refused to do it. (laughs) Well, at the time, you know, um, my feet were very sensitive, and uh, I... Not exactly nature girl growing up. I mean, my parents basically made me afraid of walking outside. They said, you could get cut. You could bleed. You know, all this kind of stuff. So the only time I would walk outside barefoot was when I was at the beach, which was nowhere close to where I lived. But when we went on holiday or someplace where there was a beach, I could see what I was, you know, walking on. So I was okay in doing that. Then I found out about the benefits of grounding through a couple of amazing uh, breakthrough movies, which uh, we have, um, you know, on the show interviewed uh, uh, Laura Conover, who was uh, in the movies, and uh, love, love, love that. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing this a little bit better. Uh, I'm going to actually, you know, go outside and walk barefoot, and I, and so I started, and it was, it was uncomfortable because I wasn't used to it, and it was, it was good, uh, but um, unlike my husband, who actually barefoot hikes the Adirondack Peaks. I think he's done 15 or 17 out of the however many there are, uh, 48 peaks. Um, You know, I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'll just (laughs) run around, you know, uh, on my property and and do that. So it hasn't been all that comfortable yet to do it like, like for him. So I wished upon, you know, the universe. I said, you know what, I, I really need a shoe that does it. Can you please make me a shoe that does it? So I actually bought some flip-flops and uh, tripped over them multiple times, almost like really hurt myself. I'm like, okay, not those. Okay, these flip-flops are way too floppy for me. That's not going to work. This is the way I walk. It's not working. So give me a shoe, right? So I've been searching and searching and searching, and, yeah, there were some leather moccas, and eh, I don't really want to do that, and they weren't cute, and, you know, I'm a girl, you know. <laughs> so finally this year I come across a Harmony 783, and I was like, oh, it's just grounding. Oh, my gosh. Let me look it up, right? So I go to their site, and, I, and I'm like, OMG, this is what I'm looking for, the technology I'm looking for. I, I don't have to – you know, trip on these flip-flops. I don't have to necessarily go barefoot unless I really want to, and I can ground every single day when I walk my dog. How cool is that? So I immediately <laughs> bought their shoes, and I got this really cute pair with a giraffe print suede, and uh, I've had lots of compliments online. I just posted a picture on Instagram, Facebook. People are like, where would you get those? Where would you get those? Those are so cool, right? So I was like, oh, I have to have Sharon Whiteley on the show. She is the CEO of Harmony 783. And uh, Sharon, welcome to the show. We are just so, so grateful that your company has now created this amazing brand because uh, you are like the answer to my wish. <laughs> oh, it. wow. I, I think I should hang up now. I'm ahead of the game. I should just say thank you <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and just move on. But but thank you so much. It's, it's, it's a joy to be here, and thank you for having me. <clears throat> Oh yeah, our our pleasure. Um, you know, uh, I, I I forgot to read your bio here, so I got so excited. So, 
So Sharon is a serial entrepreneur, inventor, manufacturer, author, and speaker with a talent for recognizing emerging consumer trends, woohoo, and a proven track record of engaging people on an emotional and actionable level. She is the founder and CEO of True 47, an innovative company focused on natural, safe, and toxic-free antimicrobial products embedded or imbued with pure silver that support people's well-being. She's also the CEO and co-founder of this grounding footwear company called Harmony 783, which was recently launched in November 2020. Preceding these ventures, Sharon was CEO of Listen Brands LLC, a lifestyle company that created, manufactured, marketed, and distributed innovative leading-edge products that enhance the lives of people through grounding, also called earthing. The company's flagship line includes uh, classic and timeless fashionable footwear under the brand name Plugs. Okay, so Sharon, now that I've read your bio, uh, yeah, that, I, I just love when, you know, people have different talents and um, that, you know, I know nothing about manufacturing. Uh, so it's so cool that um, you kind of read the brainwaves uh, <laughs> and created <laughs> this brand. So thank you, thank you. Well, well, thank you. Yes, there's a backstory to everything. And, uh, you know, my experience, well, I will also say, and I will tell you, I don't share this too much, but grounding actually saved my life. Um, because I had a heart attack in 2018, but I'll get to that in a second. But for, around oh, we definitely want to hear ago, about that for sure. Yeah. Around 14 years ago, I was at a conference in Las Vegas that I went to at the last minute with a friend. It was A4M. It was a positive aging uh, conference. I've been involved in the aging arena for a long time. Well, I guess I'm an expert because I am one um, at this point in time in life. But, uh, but in any event, I was sitting in an early morning lecture with a Dr. Stephen Sinatra, uh, Dr. Yes. Sinatra is a cardiologist. He's written around 20 uh, books. He's done major research on uh, grounding and earthing, and it has a lot to do with blood viscosity, which we'll get to. And um, so he started out by saying um, heart disease was the number one killer for, for women, and I've been in the women's health arena my whole life tangentially and through product. Product has been sort of the vehicle of how it manifests. But anyway, I did not realize at the time that that was going to be a little bit of foreshadowing when I got a message that I had 90 minutes to live and did I have a living will. But then he went on to talk about Richard Love's work, which was um, um, nature deficiency syndrome, especially with children, and um, and how um, um, that deprives them of an awful lot when they're not living in nature. And then he went to earthing and grounding. Well, I never heard of earthing, and quite frankly, I thought grounding is what you do to kids when they blow curfew. So that was my introduction, and that was around 14 years ago. Just fast-forwarding a little bit, uh, walking through the trade show area, stumbling on earthing.com's booth, um, yep. and everything that they have a lot of product that you can plug into a grounding port. I bought everything. I had no idea what I was buying, but I just didn't. I think it must have been 15 feet down the aisle, if that. I stopped in my tracks, and I said to Carolyn Chin, who was one of our advisors and a friend who lured me into this conference, I said, shoes. What better way to get grounded than shoes? So anyway, I was on my way back um, home. I was an East Coaster at the time. I guess I still am one, but I've been in Tucson here for quite a while now. And I stopped in Tucson, met a friend of mine um, that we've done a lot of our sort of seeker journeying work with and sort of spiritual side of things, Anne-Marie Chieson. She's both an allopathic medical doc as well as an energy medicine doc. She, uh, she's really an everyday shaman. She uh, runs the Center for Integrative Medicine for Andy Weil at the University of Arizona. 
And I told her all about earthing and grounding and this discovery, and she sort of looked at me cross-eyed and said, what the hell are you talking about? You're nature, you're smart, you're out there, you live all this, don't you know about it? So admittedly, I said no. Anyway, I uh, my half-ex science course paid off, and I got it. The earth is an electrical field. It has really, really good stuff and an and important uh, energy in it called electrons, and our bodies are electrical systems. And when we first came on earth, you know, people went barefoot and then wore leather skins, pure leather skins, not Italian-made shoes with glue in between, but pure leather, and that's also what they call conductive. That allows for the good stuff from the earth into your body. But since the advent of um, synthetic footwear, which uh, that that sort of connection to the earth and getting that those uh, beneficial electrons in our bodies is is gone. So, you know, people understand vitamin D deficiency, um, and this is where really electron deficient. So anyway, that led on, and around 14 years ago, I created a, the first pioneering shoe company. There were people doing flip-floppy sandals, a few of them, and so forth, called plugs. And... Um, so that was my foray into grounding footwear. And to just fast forward here, I sold that company at this point around four years ago. And um, two years after that was approached by my partner, um, Pam Bard, who uh, asked me if I would do another shoe company, um, but ones that had the also more robust shoes, little lace-up shoes that you could actually wear walking and sort of light hiking. So that forged a new relationship, and that led to the creation of Harmony 783, 7.83 is the Schumann Residence, which you probably know. It is the frequency of the Earth to the planetary system. And, you know, we used a little artist's root of liberty, got rid of the period, and therefore the name Harmony, which really speaks to what we do. Harmony 783, I'm sorry for this mouthful, but that is the name of our, our company that makes what we consider awesome grounding shoes for men and women. So maybe your hubby will get someone who's not going barefoot. Yes, yes. Well, he's very picky with style. <laughs> so I've yet to convince him. He actually really likes my shoes, but uh, the guys don't have the giraffe print. So he says, if you get that in giraffe print, I will get it. So <laughs> just hands yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> my yeah. My ulterior yeah. motive. The, yeah, well, depending on what size shoe he wears, because um, they – because a lot of the what they call the last for shoes are both are sort of unisex, but the sizing is different. So, if, oh. depending if he's if, he, if he's like a size ten or even a yeah, ten and a half, like a size nine men, or 10, yeah. yeah, then well he could then he could just get get the uh, women's twelve and it'll fit him. Ooh, okay. We have a lot of men that do that. They. They and a lot of women will buy. You know, some women really like the suede driver, which is um, uh, so. Yeah, they float back and forth depending on the, the size of feet. So there you go. Okay, <laughs> great, great. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. That is fantastic. Um, and and so this is really interesting because there's so many people who have businesses that uh, you know these these wellness businesses that have cropped up based on their own personal journey you know, of, of wellness or healing and things like that. So maybe you can tell us more about, you know, your personal journey and, and how that, you know, connects with the, your brand. Well, um, yeah, I, I mean, if I knew the answer, that would that would actually be quite insightful. I think I keep saying I was born this way. I'm an identical twin. Um, it runs in our family. My twins' daughters have it sort of worse than we are. We, we're, we come from merchant 
Eastern European stock. We're entrepreneurs, and we manifest by creating product. I have always been involved in creating either experiential or consumer product that is the vehicle, really. And every business I've been in has been around positivity and enhancing people's well-being, naturally, safely, experientially, and whatever. So um, I, I'm one of those people that get tapped on the shoulder, hit in the gut, you know, my heart goes to my brain, and it's worse than the sirens calling the sailors, sort of no choice. So I'm just talking that way, but I do come from entrepreneurial stock, and I love creating and manifesting. So uh, so there have been seven ventures, but all around all around using um, a pretty much almost always tangible product. I had a company for 14 years. It was all typographically designed messages which actually brought me to go to school for a Ph.D. to about nomenclature and vernacular, which I knew changed people's physiology. I learned after a year that being a Ph.D. is an entrepreneurism, that dog doesn't hunt so well. But anyway, um, so, uh, but anyway, so it's, it's just sort of, it's in my genes, it's, it's in my blood to, to create. I've just, I just have always been um, drawn to products that enhance people's lives. Okay. Well, and then, you know, did you find that, you know, whether your products or like uh, grounding itself helped you with your heart or any of your symptoms? Totally. Well, it saved my life. First of all, I learned a lot about grounding, which didn't take a, a lot to learn about because it's not woo-woo crunchy granola. I mean, I do have a deeply right. spiritual side, although people that know me that way probably can't fathom I'm in business and people that know me in business probably can't fathom that I'd ever meditate. In any event, um, um, you know, it's, um, it made sense to me. Um, it made science. This is not, as I said, you know, it's, it's definitely science. It's beneficial. It's helpful. It's natural. And I wrote a book uh, with, uh, with Dr. Chason called Barefoot Wisdom, um, uh, Better Health Through Grounding. And um, when one of our chapters, we talk about indigenous cultures, for instance, and indigenous uh, peoples were the, the healthiest in the world. They got killed by bears. They didn't get killed by all these modern afflictions and all that stuff. So it made a great deal of sense to me. Um, and this is way, 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 way before, um, you know, the heart attack, which was a total surprise because I have low blood pressure, low cholesterol. I did not recall at the time that those little white pills that my dad used to pop when we'd be out and, and walking around and stuff was nitroglycerin and that I have heart disease in my family. That coupled with um, embarrassing to admit, but lots of years of smoking, which in the generation I grew up in, it was sort of a cool thing to do, even though I, you know, I'm very, very sensitized to nicotine, a terrible drug. Anyway, so I had that historically, but um, I, um, and I knew the symptoms were different for women, but I had no idea what they were. So, um, uh, yeah, so I learned about the, personally about the health benefits, probably about viscosity of blood that uh, grounding contributes to, because I sleep grounded also, and so I sort of eat, sleep, and drink grounded, and I really don't have much inflammation, I am pretty sure, in my body at this point as a result of it. So anyway, um, but that came after. I just really realized that it contributes. I also sleep sleep incredibly well, has a great deal to do with that as well. So um, yeah, I've just been, ever since that conference, I guess at this point, maybe it's 14, 15, maybe going on even 16 years ago. Um, yeah, I've been living pretty grounded. That's so great. That's so great. Um, well, you know, I, I haven't had a lot of luck with shoes. i got to tell you, um, you know, I've bought uh, different kinds of, 
you know, shoes. Uh, my, I, I was really hoping that one day we would have, like, five-finger shoes that were ground or something, but I think they have a patent on that, so I don't, I don't think we can copy them. But, um, you know, just, just the whole um, – the the mechanics, if you will, uh, of the feet. Like for example, I, I know several experts, you know, in fascia and um, and feet. And one particular one, D.L. Walker, is talking about how, you know, our our feet in shoes do not get the flexibility, and we end up getting frozen. Our feet get frozen, and then we end up with all sorts of stuff up line and bunions and all that kind of stuff. And that flexibility is really, really important. And so when you're walking on the ground barefoot, especially, you know, your your bones have to shift, you know, to get over rocks and sand and, and stuff like that. Um, so that's, you know, what's really cool about it. Uh, and with the, you know, with your shoes, um, oftentimes I found in the past with other brands is that I don't know what it is with my feet, but I do have, you know, the kind of wider forefoot and a very narrow heel. So I'd be frustrated because the heel would always slip, <laughs> you know, and then the, 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 the forefoot would be a little on the tight side, and it was just like, ugh, you know, it, I felt like it was my feet, like it was a problem, you know, and what it was is like, hey, you know, actually our shoes are not made properly. So our shoes are made too narrow, you know, at the, the forefoot, um, and too, well, for me, too wide at, at the heel. But with yours, um, I actually, it's snug. Like, it is perfect. Like, I can even put so little in there, and it's just the last, I don't know what you guys did, but it, it fits me perfectly. I was so thrilled. Well, thank you for bringing that up, because that's an important thing. Um, and I know a fair amount about feet, because my identical twin, we both have really flat feet. She let hers go too much and was wearing, you know, unsupportive clogs and ended up with foot surgery and one of the fluky things that sort of went awry. Um, but there's a lot, there's two schools of thought about zero-round shoes, which is what Vibram are, and there's a wonderful company called Zero Shoes that does it. We are not a zero-round company, and um, which has to do with the, really the architecture of your back and your body structure. Our shoes are, however, biomechanically correct. They are technically made to support a normal walking gait, which is a heel strike toe. We call it center of pressure as a cup or a trampoline heel on most of our shoes. And if you look at the bottom on some of them, you will see that the heel, it looks like if you look closely, one side is a little bit more than up, but more than the other. It's not a rocker. If you hold it straight, the plane is very even. And our shoes are not totally flat. They all have a sliver, a sliver of a... Uh, a wedge in them because totally flat um, shoes we we do not feel um, and for the design of ours would would be right for your feet so but they are biomechanically correct and that's why you know if we're going to make a shoe that's helpful to people we need to make it as best as we can not just so it looks good but that was another thing we really strove really hard to make them look adorable, cute, stylish, classic, functional, because just to have a good functional shoe that doesn't look good, we're not going to, well, we women anyway, we won't wear it or we won't wear it for long. But our shoes are biomechanically correct, which is why most people find, find them extremely comfortable. Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, that's so interesting. We're going to go into some of the tech right now, uh, but that's very interesting. What you're talking about is that tiny sliver of a wedge. So are you saying that that may be supportive of people with flat feet or pronation? 
Yeah, definitely. Well, there's also a little support um, mound for, for your arch built in there, but it has to do with even the whole front construction, the whole footbed. The heel is one part of it. It's the shoe as a total end. It's the midsole, It's uh, which, by the way, has bio-friendly material in it, uh, made by a company called Bloom, which we're proud of. But so it's the whole shoe with the entire construction. If you looked at a working drawing for a shoe, it sort of looks like a skyscraper. I mean, it's a blueprint. I mean, a two millimeter, a fraction of a, of, a, of a height on something can make a difference. But they're technically designed by people that have been, uh, you know, uh, major runners, major, not that we're running shoes, but people that know feet. So that's really, really important because our feet, especially as we get older, I mean, it's, it's, it's what keeps us, keeps us upright. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've, I've learned a lot from the various experts um, in fashion and feed and things like that. And one of the things I learned is that, uh, you know, how we have uh, running shoes and how they almost look like a boat uh, with the toe up. Yeah. And what I learned from D.L. Walker was that you actually, that big toe, your body wants to push off that big toe. So it'll compensate to do that. Um, and so we actually kind of want that big toe on the ground more than off the ground and a lot of shoes that you see in the store right now that toe is way off the ground because they're trying to emulate yeah. some sort of strike or whatever but uh my understanding anyway from reading a bunch of books and, and dale walker's work is that you actually don't want that you actually want your big toe to be able to push off so i think that's super interesting and that's the other reason why i invested in your shoes as well because it had that flat you know, right, look right. to it. And well, also, the bend is there as well. The bend is really important. Yeah, there's the flexibility. And if we were visual, I would be putting my my hand, the heel down on a, on a, on a and then I would roll it to the right and over around to the front big toe. So it's heel stripe toe is really what is regarded by many or most as a normal sort of walking gait. But feet are, feet are unusual and how we grow up and how we walk and what our posture and gosh, I can remember the days running around in high heels. My gosh, you know, uh, we oh, don't believe too. in pointed shoes, by the way. <laughs> right, right. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I definitely messed my feet up between ballet and now, you know, figure skating. Oh my gosh! Uh, oh my gosh! If you were a ballerina, oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, I didn't do toe point. You know, I, I wanted to, but I didn't get that far in ballet. But still, there's so many biomechanical things that we forced our bodies to do, which yeah, are not really healthy. Um, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, we have a fair amount of ballerinas. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Yeah. So why don't we have you kind of go through? Like maybe from the soul up, like tell us a little bit about the materials, the technology, how it works. That would be really great. Yeah, well, on our website, um, there's a there is what we call sort of X-ray blowouts from the, below every single shoe. But fundamentally, our shoes um, have fully conductive carbon and rubber soles, um, and um, then uh, most of them then have another uh, layer, like an insole board, that has actually a loop of pure silver, and that connects up to, um, in most cases, but not all, another board that has a zigzag of 99.99% pure silver thread, and that then goes up to an insole that right at the metatarsal area, there's a, sort of a wave of pure silver thread, and all the stitching on the insoles is 
is pure silver as well. So that is how they get grounded or how they're conductive. Uh, conductive is the word for getting the electrons from the earth back into your body. That is the mechanics for how it works with, with shoes. Um, and, you know, we agree, too, about barefoot. In this day and age, too, I mean, you know, fertilizers on long pigeon poop, dog poop, depending. I mean, I was living in, and I'm an East Coaster, but go to New York and you can find a lot more um, accessories on the ground uh, along with uh, those natural things. And even at beaches, you've got sharp shells, you've got bear cans, so it's not so safe to go barefoot. Although if there's a nice, you know, squishy piece of grass that's safe, um, there, there, a lot of times it is nice to just sort of squish your toes in it. Um, but, um, yeah, you can also yeah. get grounded actually by getting a pedicure. If it's electrical piped, you can get grounded by taking a shower. If water is coming through electrical pipes versus the old plastic ones, you can certainly gravel around, you know, gardening, get, you know, any, any body part, any body part to the ground, you're grounded. Right, right. Okay, that's great. So I'm looking at that, you know, blowout right now. And by the way, folks, um, I do have an affiliate link if you're interested in supporting my work as well as getting uh, some Harmony 783 shoes. The link is karencan.com forward slash Harmony Shoes, all one word. So karencan.com forward slash Harmony Shoes. So in this in this picture, it, you know, it has all those different, uh, you know, the six layers of, you know, how the shoe is made. So is it correct, or do I understand correctly, that, you know, when your foot is you know, in the shoe, it's more like the metatarsal area that starts getting grounded through the silver looping and the thread and the, the pure silver? Of all of uh, it, even, that the metatarsal has the highest, it has the most, um, the most sensitive points for um, access into the body, but any body part or any part of the shoe, but that is the highest point of sensitivity and has the most nerve endings to get into the foot. We also make grounding socks, which are also awesome. And people have said that they, they feel that they're grounding faster when they're wearing the grounding socks, which also have an amazing oh. uh, level of... of, of um, of um, silver in them, and they're also thermal conductive because our, our socks run toe to heel, and they're also antimicrobial, and they also help with stinky feet. But you can even wear and wear those just outside, sit in the ground if you don't want to have bare feet, and you will get grounded immediately. Mm, that's beautiful. Yes, I have a pair of those as well, and they're incredibly cushy and comfy. Yeah, they are. Well, they're uh, marine like, yeah. Yes, I love merino wool. I absolutely love merino wool for this, uh, the, you know, because in the old days the things were itchy, but not not these days. There's such great technology to to make them really, really soft, and um, and of course, you know, grounding as well. Um, and I and I find that um, you know, I mean, I often will just go barefoot, you know, in the shoe. But the socks, when I do put them on, because it's a little cooler out, I'll wear those you know, walking outside with the dog, and, and I'll just keep re-wearing them. I mean, I mean, maybe some people are like, oh, my God, that's gross, Dr. Carey. <laughs> you know, I'll take them off after they come back home, and then I put them on the next day, and I take them off and put them on, take, you know, because they don't smell. They don't smell, you know. They don't really get dirty, yeah. per se. Yeah. And, yeah. and the merino wool is awesome. Just awesome. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, walking your doggy, another little hint, if your doggy is walking on the ground, you can just reach down and hug them and you'll get grounded because they're free, they're grounded all the time when they're outside on the earth. Yes. That is a good point. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's great. Um, so yes, we talked a little bit about the technology and how it works. And do you know if there's like um like is there a minimum time? Uh, some questions coming through here. Any minimum time of grounding that would be quote unquote beneficial health wise? You know, they, so something you did they say you know um, the the experts and the pioneers say you know bodies are very very different. Um, but 20 to 30 minutes a day is all it takes to get grounded. But it's like a gas tank. So, you know, once it gets down to empty, you have to fill it up again. But depending, too, on whether one has been living a grounded life or is grounded in some way or whether they have a rusty, empty gas tank, it might take a little longer in the beginning. But 20 to 30 minutes a day is sort of all it takes um, to, to really get the effects of it. Um, and, um, I mean, you can't overdo it. You cannot be overgrounded, and you can be grounded all yep. day long and be doing great things for your body. But it, it's not all that... It's not all that long, and you don't have to. Some people are infirmed, too, and they don't have to walk. They can sit outside and get their tootsies on the ground. You know, they don't. Have, it's not like you have to be mobile and walking. Just get your feet on the ground. And, yeah, right. I live in yeah, Arizona. We don't have a lot of grass, so I've, I've been there a lot of times um, my feet are on mud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Well, my husband loves squishing his toes on mud. He loves getting it. I mean, not so much, but uh, he just—he he sounds just like a very that. interesting guy. I have to say. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's—he's he's really like nature boy. Like you know, like I was city girl and he's nature boy. It's kind of funny how the opposites attract. But yeah, growing up, he was always like whistling distance from you know home, and he'd be out in the creek, the stream, you know, running up and down the grass and rolling in the grass, and you know, actually. Sounds like my dog at this point. Um, but, but me, I was, like, very prissy and, you know, everything had to be clean and, you know, didn't like bugs and, you know, I couldn't touch, you know, the ground. It's funny. So now I'm obviously, you know, changed it up and, and uh, very much into more nature stuff. I really have much more appreciation for those frequencies and, um, and Mother Earth and, and things like that. So it's so great that you know, that you've invented this, this product that is, like, cute. <laughs> but also, if I'm going to, like, say I go to, a, I don't know, like a theme park or something in the past where I've gone, like, you know, vacation, whatever, and it was like, I'd be like, okay, i got to take my shoes off, you know, go on the grass, ground for a little bit, and then we're like, okay, let's go. And I'm like, okay, hang on, hang on, I'm not done yet, you know. <laughs> then I put my shoes back on, you know, go wherever we're going. But this way, it's sort of like, hey, it's, it's efficient, right? You know, I could be walking on pavement somewhere in a theme park, but then just cough off to the grass and just, you know, walk, you know, on the grass, you know, for this piece and then come back. And I don't have to go on and off, on and off, on and off with the shoes. So uh, I'm really thinking this is this is so convenient and so helpful, um, Sharon. <laughs> well, that's just um, music to our ears. So, so just so delighted you found us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And, and. You know, despite the fact that, you know, uh, Facebook and Instagram, all that tracks uh, things that I search, and I totally get it, which is why I have a social media phone and a regular phone, uh, it's like, you know, sometimes there's benefits because I'm like, hey, this is an ad I am interested in, you know. Yeah, so I get that. Um, yeah, that was, that's Super, super awesome. Now, is there anything – now, I'm going to open up the phones in case anyone wants to um, call and ask questions. The number is 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up. 
Again, 818-514-1190 and hit 1. Um, so I'm also intuiting some questions as well. So one question is, um, do you have shoes for children? That's one question. Or will you have group um, shoes for children? We don't at this time. Children's shoes are really, uh, it's almost a totally different industry. And uh, we go oh. down to size 5 in women, so there are some children that as they're growing up, not infants obviously, but um, that are growing up um, that can wear that size 5. But children's shoes change sizes so fast and and shoemaking is just, uh, you know, it's just harder. But it's, it really is a different industry. I don't, I sure as heck wouldn't know how to design a children's shoe. I mean, my boys are big boys now, but uh, um, so, uh, yeah, but it is a different industry. So the answer is, is um, no, we don't. Uh, okay. Well, that's all right. But at least we understand why, and that makes a lot of sense. And do, children do grow up really quickly. So, again, uh, some people, they're like, well, I don't know if I want to invest, you know, if I, you know on, this, on a shoe that they're going to grow out of in two months, right? So that makes a lot of sense. And a lot of children are going, you know, moms and dads, and no, they are going bare feet and, you know, uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, and, again, it's really, uh, with the changing world, too, we do sell to some retail stores. Uh, but it really has become uh, such an uh, online business as well as events, and a lot of times, too, and rightfully so, parents – uh, you know, want their kids to try on shoes, and it should be you know, tried on, you know, for the most part with somebody that knows something about feet. You know, and growing up, when I was growing up, you know, my, uh, no, nobody even knew any better, but, um, you know, we, we knew flat feet kept my dad out of the active service, but uh, we didn't know what flat feet would do to us. But um, so we, nobody knew back then about stuff. So it's good for kids to have their feet looked at by a pro, too. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, let's talk a little bit about the care of the shoes. Are there special care instructions for your shoes? No, I think it's um, our shoes are made of either um, just about every single shoe is made of uh, the pure, supple, high-quality leather or suede, uh, which is a leather. Uh, within the, our, our little um, ballet shoes, we have two that are leather uh, styles and then two that are what's called PU. So they're vegan, but they're also synthetic and they're water repellent, not water resistant. You can't go dancing in a puddle. But um, so the way you would care for any good leather shoe or suede shoe um, would be, you know, would be, and we do have one niche shoe too that, you know, just a little bit of uh, soap and water or cleaner, but they're, that's the way you would care for uh, um, just a good, you know, a good leather shoe or a good quality shoe. You wouldn't put it oh, in the okay. washing machine. <laughs> okay, got it. So uh, one question I have is that uh, my mom has pretty severe, like, bunions. And um, when she, and she definitely will not walk outside barefoot at all, um, refuses to do that. Um, and what she's, she has some, you know, nervous system kind of stuff in her feet. So when she's at home and she's barefoot, she's completely balanced and fine. The minute she puts on shoes... Um, and she has to wear very special shoes because of her bunion, so they have to be leather and stretchy and yada, yada. But when she goes yeah, outside, yeah. all of a sudden she doesn't feel her feet. Like, she doesn't feel them. She's much less stable. So I was just curious, like, would you have a recommendation of, you know, one of your shoes that will stay on, first of all, but also be accommodating maybe to someone's bunion? Yeah, I 
I do. Well, so you're talking to the choir here because I also have bunions. I blame it on bad uh, high heels, running around, pointy shoes, and forfeiting ski boots, but I also do think it's genetic. Um, So I have um, uh, bunions as well, and um, uh, our shoes, um, the the few of them too, I consider bunion-friendly. Uh, we have a okay. dogger style that is a tie lace-up shoe that's a knit. It's platinum, and that's sort of very soft and supple. We have another jogger little style that's out of a, I got out of a wool blend that is malleable. So that really, you know, that helps. And, you know, on a, I don't know what the brand is. It might be Dr. Scholl's, but they have, there's one company that makes um, a bunion sort of cuff. You put it over your big toe, and it sort of hugs the bunion. It's sort of like a gel. Um, yep, and yep. what I have done too with shoes, I will take that, and um, and you can even take cotton too and wet it and wear, and you can put it on your foot. But if you take even that little, you can wear that 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 uh, unit when you're wearing shoes. It's comfy, or you can take it. I sometimes have wet the outside of it, put on the shoe, and it then it sort of stretches out because leather is alive, leather is malleable, and. Um, and it, it's got a lot of give to it. So that can push out where a bunion might be as well. But I would think a lace-up shoe, either the jogger or our little walkers. Um, but um, there's a, a knit version and, and so forth. But I've got one of the lace-up ones. And, yeah, because they, they, they will melt to your feet, and you can sort of push them out to, to make them do that. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Now, the just to reiterate what you said about the the joggers, the you said the the knit one stretches as well yeah, as one the, the wool one. Knit. Well, it's just knit as opposed to leather or suede. It's made out of a knit. It's the platinum um, platinum okay. version of the woman's shoe. So that's super super malleable because it's a knit, and so okay. that by nature of the oh. fabric is stretchy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of hard to tell just, you know, on 2D, but uh okay, so that one's sort of stretchy and then you said uh the the wool one maybe not as stretchy, right? But, but yeah, still but, it's, yeah, but it's still soft. Yeah, it's still still soft. Yeah, the the net one would be the stretchiest probably. And then um yeah. And then and then the walkers, uh you have uh some that are leather and suede Would the leather be more stretchy than the suede. No, suede is, suede is as softer, is more supple. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But suede also, depending, okay. you know what, too, it's, it's called go to a trusty little shoemaker. I've one foot that over all these years, too, is, and this happens to uh, uh, to people as they get older, but most of us don't get our shoes measured, and most of them don't get them measured on something called the Brannock scale, which yeah, really yeah. measures two feet. And, you know, they change. And it's not how many babies, it's not how much weight. It's called gravity. The longer you're alive and the more you stand, you know, your feet splay out differently, so they change. So, um, but it's called, if you can find a good shoemaker to go in, they have, I'll tell you, I have seen some apparatus in shoe, shoemaking shops that makes it look like it's a plastic surgeon doing work on your face. It seems like when you see those pictures of where to nip and tuck, well, they have these things where to push and pull. So um, I, I find it like a good shoemaker too. If you can find one, they 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 can do wonders in terms of stretching a good quality uh, leather shoe or suede shoe. Okay, yeah, that's great. That's great. I'd really love for her to be more stable, uh, especially outside. And and for that, I'm thinking the you know the the, the feel you know of the the bottom of the shoe. Like I feel like the the walker is for me personally just perfect. It's not too thick. 
where I feel like I don't feel anything, you know, and not too thin where the rocks hurt me. Um, so I think that might be a good in-between for her as well, where she could maybe feel the ground better than the shoes she has, but also be comfortable. Because every single leather shoe she has that she has stretched, like, incredibly, um, it, it still has that pointy toe, Sharon. <laughs> it's, like, annoying. Yeah, like, yeah. I look at her shoes, and I'm like, she goes, oh, this is the most comfortable one. And so she stretched the, the, the forefoot, but it still comes to a point, which is, like, totally not what we want her feet to do. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they make you look more femi and this and that, but there, there are some companies too that have, uh, you know, more rounded shoes as well. It's, um, it's yeah, but yeah, when the yeah pointy shoes, then they they're femi looking, but they yeah. they aren't so good for your tootsies. No, no, and and you know, um, I mean, I, I bought some uh, zero shoes. That's with an X, folks, in case you're uh, wondering. Um, and yeah, they're they a nice still... company. Yeah, the, the, I mean, it was neat to actually feel the ground more, like, and have protection. Uh, but I got to tell you that the heel was way too big for me. <laughs> so yeah, I was swimming yeah, well, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, the form yeah. was and for but, for uh, heels too. Uh, sometimes too, again, and I don't know the. I mean, I always keep saying Dr. Scholes because I they come to mind, and I sort of they. There are so many more companies now, but there are a lot of a lot of women, a lot of people have wide forefronts or have bunions yep. that change the total forefront and then skinny heels or thin heels, but they have those fillers um, that can just go align the back of the heel of a shoe that can take up space. But, yeah, our, our women's shoes are designed to be uh, women's shoes. Athletic shoes are really more of a general last between, uh, you know, for their sort of unisex. But, um, um, but yeah, you might you might find that helpful to get a little filler in the back of a heel. But, um yeah, but but some shoes are um, are, are, are designed like zeros. Their story is zero ground, and uh, yeah. they're nice people and a, and a nice company. They're they're a little okay, bit yeah. more outdoorsy looking. Yes, yes, definitely uh, not as cute. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so Sharon, we do have a question uh, here. Somebody's raised their hand, and I've actually opened the chat as well. So if you're online with us live, you can definitely put your question or comment in the chat as well. So uh, I'm just going to say the area code, and I'm going to unmute you. Uh, so caller, area code 320. Hi, who's this? Hi, Sharon and Dr. Karen. This is Lois. Hey, Lois. Hi, Lois. I have a question, and, and you maybe said this, and I missed it because my connection with the call isn't real good. Um, do you have to go outside and walk on the earth to get the benefit from the shoe? Or if you are just wearing them in the house or whatever, do you get benefit? Yeah, yeah, this is a biggie. Um, if you have a basement that is concrete or if you live in a loft that is a concrete, because concrete is counterintuitive as it is, it is, um, is conductive. But other than that, um, there are ways to get grounded inside. There are a couple of companies that make products and mats that you can plug into a grounding port, and that is the singular hole underneath, you know, the two places where an electrical cord goes in. That is a ground port. So um, they make conductive sort of mats. Uh, there's a company called Grounded.com, G-R-O-U-N-D-E-D.com. Um, they sell them. There's a company, um, Ultimate Longevity, 
they sell them, and then Earthing.com sells them. Um, so they're they're just um, little carbon and and rubber mats that you can so that you're inside. You can be wearing your shoes and just put them on the mat, and you will be grounded. But there does need to be a connection to the ground, which is either through again an interior ground port or um, outside. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah. So I actually have, um, you know, I'm also uh, have an affiliate with um, the earthing people, and I know they just upgraded their bed mats uh, recently. I don't know what they're calling them, but um, so we have the one before, and uh, before that it was like actual um, sheets, and we just found that the silver and the sheets just wouldn't last right through the wash. <laughs> yeah, they don't carry those and anymore. Yeah, they do carbon yeah, so now it's that carbon, Kevlar, whatever it is, it's, it's very hardy. And uh, so we sleep grounded, and then now I get to, you know, walk outside uh, grounded as well. And uh, so it's great. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the studies are so interesting, you know, with the grounding. Uh, like um, I think Dr. Sinatra in the second movie I was watching, they actually had someone connected to these little, you know, grounding pads right in the office and actually showed with a very short period of time changes, beneficial changes in the back of the eye with grounding, <laughs> like really fast changes. It was like, wow, that is amazing. Yeah. Now, of course, yeah. being a Chinese medicine person, I'd be like, hey, you're looking for things in your eye. Make sure you put it on the eye point on the foot, you know, <laughs> like on the acupuncture point. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Now, I, I have foot. a uh, grounding mat. Um, there are a couple of different versions that different people make, but I keep one under my desk and wear our shoes um, on it, or if nobody's around, which you know, us, you know, I'll just kick off my shoes and put them straight on the on the pad. But um, yeah, no, I sort of eat, sleep, and drink around it. Yeah, oh, that's great. That's that's fantastic. Like anything we can do to decrease our inflammation these days, because there's so much coming at us from our food, from our air, from you know other things. <laughs> that uh, we could definitely use more grounding, more nature to help pop up some of those. But it, um, it also yeah, increases so, there. It also uh, bolsters up the um, immune, um, our immune systems, which does help yeah. mitigate against EMFs and, and the radio frequencies and all the cell stuff that's going on in 5G. So um, it, um, yeah, it fortifies an immune system, which, which, is, uh, which, which is helpful too. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned earlier about, you know, the blood, um, the viscosity of the blood. I, I've seen some pre and post uh, dark field microscopy pictures of, you know, healthy blood, unhealthy blood. Um, the unhealthy blood um, in the red blood cells under dark field look like a stack of coins as opposed to evenly distributed. They call that rouleau formation. And when I went to the city, uh, we had somebody here that did dark field. Um, and uh, it was like drinking the city water versus my well water, you know, and being around all this EMF in the city, I could tell or we could tell that there was some rouleau formation, you know, in, um, you know, uh, in the blood. And, and, and when she did the test, she wouldn't allow me to use or wear any of the tools that I normally would wear. <laughs> so she wouldn't let me wear therapy patches or, you know, whatever else I like to do. So it was just like without the tools, uh, definitely the blood was, you know, thicker. So um, uh, 
Yeah, that's a great deal to do. Stephen Sinatra did a great piece of research on blood viscosity. I mean, he's a cardiovascular, or he was a cardiovascular right. surgeon, but uh, and um, then a really, really smart man and good friend and great ally. He, I mean, our shoes are the only ones he wears. <laughs> His son, Step, was also uh, actually pretty poisoned by, he's one of the few um, that is, uh, well, it's not few. It's now seven percent of the population apparently is impacted by EMFs and and RFs and all that frequency stuff, which is uh, is growing. Um, but um, um, yeah, but he he did a phenomenal piece of research on blood viscosity, and so no no question um, that it that it really uh, helps. And there's a place yeah. that we have links on our website too that goes to all the research that the Earthing Institute um, dot net put out as well. So um, there's tw- over 22 okay. published studies on grounding. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. Well, there's definitely concern nowadays even more about you know the the current uh, you know what that's going around the world supposedly um, and the solution to that or at least the allopathic solution to that may be contributing to um, blood issues. So I think anything that supports healthier blood flow, um, like grounding, would be really, really helpful, I think, in this day and age, given, you know, some of the reports that we're hearing about blood clots and, you know, all sorts of stuff. Can't hurt. I don't know from that. (laughs) I'm not an expert in that, but I know there are a lot of them out there, and I I do know that grounding, uh, the reports do, and the science does, does support blood viscosity, which probably helps save my life. Um, so, um, uh, but I'm, I'm not a doctor and we make no claims, but there's, there's, there's a lot of good evidence out there that it's good stuff to get grounded. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was, you know, being a medical doctor, when I first read Grounding Book and then watched the films, I was pretty impressed with with the data because I you know I mean even though I am an energy healer I like data okay I love proof I love data yeah. so I just love that you know Dr. Um, you know Sinatra and, and and the people involved and Clint and everyone was you know doing all these studies because you know the the cortisol levels like the the change the improvement in cortisol rhythm you know when people are grounded at night when they sleep OMG I mean that's hu- so huge it's so huge I actually put it in my my book um Guide to Healing Chronic Pain. You know, that was many years ago that I released yeah. the book. I was like, this is such huge, huge, important information. And then pain relief, you know. I mean, it, I mean, the it, it may or may not help pain relief depending on what the cause is for each person. But I think for some people, it's miraculous. You know, they get grounded. Well, I think they, they say that time, inflammation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And excuse me, there was a little bit of an echo there. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, and I think inflammation can also cause pain. And this, you know, one of the core benefits of being grounded is reduction of inflammation, increased circulation, normalization of blood pressure. But the the, um, reduction of inflammation is a big pain uh, reliever as well. So it's, um, yeah, do you have a copy of Barefoot Wisdom? I want to make sure you get a copy if you don't have one. I believe it came with the shoes. <laughs> good, 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 good. Yeah, I wrote that yes. with Dr. Emily Jason, and uh, and who's a medical doc. I have to say, writing a, being an entrepreneur and writing a book with a medical doc was a lot of fun. She doesn't use any adjectives, and I use too many. But anyway, it's uh, it's medically referenced, and uh, and we did it to really it. to really make it in, and you know digestible and almost inhalable. And how do we talk to the mainstream? 
population here that that doesn't think, oh, I have to live outside or I have to live in a place that I can go barefoot. I mean, I do take issue when I tell all of them, whether it's it's Clint Gaetan Chevalier, Jim Oshman, who's a dear friend, Steve Sinatra knows and believes that I've talked his ear off. But it isn't just about going barefoot, barefoot, barefoot. We live in a world today, and even if we lived in Tahiti, you know, people don't go barefoot every single day. It's just not, and we, right. we really... We really wanted to make it easy for people in their everyday lives. Walking on a city sidewalk, you are grounded. And, um, you know, it's um, not on asphalt. Um, I used to live in Boston. I learned not to jaywalk anymore because that's an oil sealant over it. But concrete is just reconstituted sand and water. You are grounded when you walk on a concrete sidewalk. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, and some people have uh, painted concrete in their homes, so not as well grounded. But no, uh, that that would be that would probably be closing off the circuitry. I mean, yeah, that anything sealed, like unsealed tile, unsealed tile, then um, you know, uh, plain brick, stone, grass, sand, soil, dirt, stone, rock, unsealed tile, uh, and concrete, all are conductive services. Mm, so great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so. So, folks, uh, if you uh, want to go to my affiliate link, you can. Uh, it's at karencan.com forward slash Harmony Shoes. And there you can also see the book, Barefoot Wisdom, is available there. And these are shoes for women and men and uh, also the science. There's links to there as well. So I highly recommend you mm-hmm. go there. Um, I am definitely going to go get a pair for my husband now that I know that he could potentially fit in. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, he was like, oh, man, your shoes are so cool. I wish they had that in men's. And then I never really thought of, you know, getting a larger women's uh, for him. Yeah, I love women, um, yeah, if um, size, I mean, I, they float. I think I mean, if you're a tiny foot or a super large foot, you can't sort of swing in between. But there should be on the site uh, we should have it because, uh, and if not, there are plenty of them. If you just Google conversion charts for what is a men's shoe to a woman's shoe, because a lot of people, and most athletic shoes, by the way, I mean, Nike, Adidas, all those, most of them have what they call the same last. So they, they float, and uh, that's why they're bigger in the heel, too, because they're both men and women unisex. Um, and, yeah, that's uh, my but problem. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but a lot of shoes are made that way, and so uh, our joggers and our walkers will will float um, in the middle. So if you are a, a you know, um, I think, I don't know, probably right, if you're size sort of eight women, you can wear a men's shoe. I mean, you can size it up or, or size it down, and if you're a size, you know, 9, 10, 11 and men's, I mean, yeah, there are conversions, so you can, you can uh, yeah, you, people can float. Okay. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, I'm just going to check in, make sure there aren't any other questions or people with their hand raised. Uh, I don't think so. Um, Sharon, it's it's been such a delight to have you on this show. Um, you could have your own stand-up comedy show. You are so funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so, oh, thank you. So there, funny there interview. Are days. There are days. Yeah. There are days. But, it was, but, but you are a wonderful conversationalist. And gosh, I have so many questions for you being a uh, Chinese uh, med doc and energy doc and med, uh, med doc, all of that. I mean, I have to tell you, I cannot not fathom the rigor of what you had gone through and uh, to become a doctor. As I said, one year of PhDism, and that was enough for me to learn that the, I mean, aside from which I did go to 
college and, and post-grad and all that stuff, but still what you have gone to, through to become a doctor, my hat's off to you, and I'm, I look forward to digging into your readings too and to learning from you. So thank you for reaching out to us. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. I, I love supporting companies doing great work. And, um, you know, Sharon, is there is there, like, you know, anything, like, on the horizon, the future as far as Harmony Shoes, anything, like new products, uh, hints, Yeah, like we that? have some adorable, I'm glad you asked, we have some adorable ankle boots coming, very, very <gasps> cute for women, although there are some guys that might want to wear them also, but they're adorable. And then we have a couple of, of trail shoes coming in uh, September that are great for light hiking. I mean, you're not going to want to climb Everest with them, but you can... Yeah, definitely. They're they're designed for light hiking and biomechanical. They're adorable. They come in sort of a natural sort of stone color and also in an evergreen. Um, and they're leather and suede. They're beautiful. So yeah, those two are coming this fall. Oh, fantastic! Oh, great! All right, so I have my eyes set on those. <laughs> well, my my husband likes to, uh, like I said, barefoot hike, so me not so much. Uh, so that'll be great because well, I don't we might make clunky. a convert out of them. You never know. You never know. Maybe we'll make <laughs> well, a convert. You know, what's his What's his name? James. What's yes. James. James. Yes. So J- James is okay. trying to do the barefoot forty six. Hiker, uh, it's a status symbol here in the Adirondack Mountains. Okay. So he's trying to make his 46 barefoot, so he can say he did it. He get, he gen, then joins the 46er club, you know. Okay, the, okay. Well, we'll raise the glass to him. You let us know. We'll raise the glass <laughs> to him. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Sharon, for being Thank here today. Thank you for having me. Thanks for oh, having me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. Check out the Harmony Shoes. You can use my affiliate link if it feels right for you, karencan.com forward slash Harmony Shoes. Bye, everyone. Bye.